This is Real Estate Rookie Show number 64. My name is Ashley Kerr, and I am here with my co-host, Tony Robinson. And Tony is super jealous because I just got back from Hawaii. <laughs> you got like the glow going on, <laughs> the tan. You look real relaxed. This is That's how I looked when I came back from uh, Mexico after my honeymoon. You got, the, you got the vacation glow. Yeah, it's actually sunburn and my skin is peeling, but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Good thing we don't have the high-def cameras on today. <laughs> Yeah, so I went out and did um, um, the Maui Mastermind uh, with Brandon Turner and Tarl Yarber. That was uh, so much fun. Got to meet a lot of great investors. And next year, Tony's going to come with me, right? There you go. Yeah, you know, I can't wait. You know, I've never been to Hawaii. We're hoping that we can go this summer. But while you were in Hawaii, Ashley, I was actually, I spent uh, 15, 16 hours on Sunday setting up our next Airbnb. So we we picked up the U-Haul at seven. We didn't get back home until like almost midnight. And it was the one of the longest days that we've had. Um, but it was worth it, you know. So, you know, putting together Airbnbs in Joshua Tree or Maui, you know, they, they <laughs> Yeah. I saw on Sarah, your wife's Instagram, that you guys had some uh, neighbors helping you there. Yeah, we found some free labor. <laughs> you know, that's that's like uh, real estate investing 101. Whenever you can find free labor. Make yeah, sure the you use ki- it. kids too, child labor. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's the best kind yeah, of free yeah. labor is child yeah, but labor. <laughs> you, you have to tell them what did they ask you guys when they first came over? Well, they thought that we were, well, not that they, that they thought, but they thought that we were famous YouTubers yeah. because we had our, we had our camera because, you know, we just started our YouTube channel and we've got like a, like a cool camera and we've got like a gimbal, which is the thing that like holds the camera. So we look really professional on like on the outside, but we have no idea how to use it all. So like they came over and they were asking us like, oh, do you know like the Royal family? And we're like, who the heck is that? Do you know this family? Do you know that? And they're like all these like, you know, super popular YouTubers that have like millions and millions of subscribers. So I think she's going to be really disappointed when she goes to our channel and sees when we have like 1100 people <laughs> <laughs> subscribe to our channel uh, but it, it, it worked yeah, out good. Yeah. so do you want to read us uh today's question remember when you had to pay to get a leads phone number it was like the dark ages until deal machine made skip tracing a thing of the past now with your deal machine plan you'll get unlimited access to phone numbers and contact information for no extra cost That's right. Get high quality, reliable information trusted by leading financial institutions, all fully compliant with the federal do not call list. Explore over 150 data points, including age, gender, marital status, occupation, and a ton more. Trust me, this is the data you need for off-market deals. With new filters, people flags, and color-coded phone numbers, lead management just got a ton easier. Ready to step up your investing game? Sign up for a Deal Machine plan today and gain immediate access to this unlimited treasure trove of contact information and phone numbers. Just head to dealmachine.com BP. Transform your lead generation and deal-making strategies with Deal Machine. Sign up today and start exploring the unlimited possibilities at dealmachine.com BP. What does financial freedom mean to you? More time with your family and friends, the ability to take that globe-trotting trip, or do you, do you just want to sleep in until 10 a.m. every day with no boss to answer to? Real estate is your gateway to financial freedom, but rent-ready property management software is what keeps your free time actually free. 
From seamless online rent collection to custom applications, property marketing tools, and repair request tracking, RentReady allows your portfolio to run on autopilot. The best part is you can manage all your rentals right from your cell phone. And that's why RentReady is my favorite property management app around. I use it for all my rentals. Whether you've got one or a dozen doors, RentReady helps you streamline how you manage your rental properties to create a life you love in 2024. Now, Rent Ready is already included in your pro membership at Bigger Pockets. If you're not a pro, they're offering a six month plan for $1. Visit rentready.com. That's R E N T R E D I.com. And use the code BP Investor. That's BP, like Bigger Pockets, Investor to get six months of Rent Ready for $1. You're trying to close on your next rental, so why is your insurance company dragging its feet? With long lead times and never-ending paper forms, it's no wonder it takes forever to finally get a policy. Modern investors deserve better. They deserve Steadily.com. At Steadily.com, you'll get fast, affordable landlord insurance available online 24-7 in just a few clicks. You can even get next-day coverage, which takes just minutes, by the way, to obtain. And you can do it all from your phone. Steadily was founded by landlords who created insurance products tailored to the unique needs of this industry. It's their sole focus, and that's why landlords nationwide consistently rate them 4.8 out of 5 stars. So whether you've got a single-family, short-term, or multifamily portfolio, Steadily.com can secure the best coverage at the best price to protect your properties. Discover how Steadily can save you both time and money on your rental property insurance. Visit Steadily.com for a commitment-free quote tailored to your needs today. We're going to pull one. We pulled one from the Facebook group today uh, instead of Tony and I just picking a topic that we want to talk about. So go ahead, uh, read us the yeah, question. And I'm excited for today's question, too, because I'm going to learn a lot from you today, Ashes, because I think our last one was about short-term rentals. Um, so this one will be really like a, a one where I can pick your brain a lot. Um, so today's question comes from the Facebook group. And if you guys aren't in the Facebook group, um, you should be you should be in it. I think there's like 26,000 people in the Facebook group now. Um, so if you guys just look up Real Estate Rookie on Facebook, you guys will find it. Uh, but that's where we pulled the majority of these questions from. So if you guys have questions that you want us to answer, uh, drop them in there. And we'll, we'll maybe feature them on the show here. But today Today's question comes from Montes Recivas, and Montes's question is, how do I place properties under a newly acquired LLC? And I think maybe what, what this person is asking is like, how do I purchase properties like through an LLC? And Ashley, I know you've got some experience doing that. All of mine have been like in personal loans. So uh, give us the give us the, the good information, Ashley. How do we make this happen? Well, I think the first question that everybody has as a new real estate investor is, do I buy a property in my own name? Do I buy a property in an LLC? So let's first talk about the difference because really it depends, the answer that everybody <laughs> hates. So if you're going to purchase a property in your own name, you're going to be able to get residential financing. You're going to be able to go to a bank. You're going to get a, a long term. Usually, you know, you can pick 15, 20, 30 years and you'll get a fixed rate, a fixed interest rate for that amount of time. So for example, you can get 30 years at right now, probably 3.75%. And that's what you're locked into. You're locked into that rate for 30 years, which is a huge advantage because your mortgage payment is going to stay the same for those 30 years, but your rental income will probably increase as you increase your rents over the years, increasing your cash flow. If you have an LLC, a lot of banks will not lend to you on the residential side if the property is not in your personal name. 
I will say that I have found a bank before that did lend to me on uh, the residential side. So they were willing to do a 20-year fixed rate in the LLC, but the interest rate was 7.35%. So it was a way higher interest rate. And this was three years I got three years ago, I think, where I probably, if I did it on the residential side, I probably could have gotten 4.75. So that was a, a, a huge disadvantage, but also I was getting locked in to a rate. Usually you will have to go to the commercial side of a bank where you're getting a five-year fixed rate. And then after that, it becomes variable, whatever the rates are uh, going forward. So it will continue to change. Uh, or you can refinance and go to, you know, another bank at another five-year fix, but that's refinancing every five years to get locked into a rate. So there's advantages and disadvantages. Commercial side, it's a lot easier, I think, to get a loan with a, a, in your LLC because they're going to be looking at the rental income. If you have any other rental income in that LLC, they'll look at that and they're not going to dig through your life like a, a residential <laughs> loan does. So that that's kind of the big difference are the terms that you're going to be able to get on the residential and the LLC side. Now, as far as liability... So you put a property in your residential name, you know, it, it's not protected like uh, an LLC is. An LLC, if someone were to sue you, they can only take the assets in that LLC. Someone were to sue you in your residential, in, when you have the property in your own name, they could actually come after you personally. So come after your primary residence, come after your cars. So a way to get around that is to put an umbrella policy on the property that's in your own name. So there, there still is ways to protect yourself without putting a property in an LLC. So you really have to think down, think about what you're trying to go after. So if you want that long-term fixed rate, then put it into your personal name. One reason I, like one way I really recommend going with the LLC is if you have a partner, getting the partners in an LLC, because then you guys are in that together and you're not personally liable for each other. If you guys were to each put it in your own names. So that's kind of just a real quick one-on-one as to where what you should start thinking about when deciding on going with an LLC or putting the property in your personal name. Now, Ashley, I got a question, Ryan, because you said that the, the process for getting approved through an LLC uh, for a mortgage is typically easier, or maybe not easier, but like less invasive than getting approved for a personal mortgage. Um, walk us through what those steps are. So if I'm, say, I've, you know, I've, I've got a newly created LLC, right, hot off the press. What do I need to do with this now piece of paper that shows that I have this company to get approved for a loan? Yeah. So when you're putting the property in your personal name, the, the lender is looking at you, okay? When you're putting a property on the commercial side, they're looking at the property. They want to make sure that the property can sustain the mortgage payment with the incoming rental property that it's going to appraise for what they want it to. So that's that's the big difference right there is that on the residential side, the bank is going to you know look at every stream of income you have. They're going to look at all of the expenses you have. On the residential side, if I'm getting a mortgage through there, they want to see the property taxes and the insurance policies for every single property I own. They want to see the profit and loss statement for every LLC. They want to see the rent rolls for every single property. On the commercial side, they're more concerned with the actual building that they're lending on. So they'll probably want to see your personal financial statement 
Uh, they'll want to see your tax returns, but they'll want to see the nitty gritty on the property that you're purchasing. So those are kind of the big differences where they'll dig into your personal life on the residential side and on the commercial side, they'll really <laughs> dig into the property that you're purchasing. So you said your personal financial statement is one of the things that they'll look at on the commercial side. For folks that aren't familiar with that term, what is like what is that? So your personal financial statement is basically your balance sheet for you. So it's going to list your assets and your liabilities. So you're going to list, you know, your your primary residence, uh, any vehicles you own. Some people will even put like jewelry, uh, anything that is an asset to you that you could you could sell, make money. You're, you know, any cash you have in the bank, any stock investments, your liabilities. These are this is debt that you owe. So if you have a mortgage on your primary residence, if you have an an auto loan, um, if you took a loan out against your 401k. Those are all of your liabilities, money that you have to pay back. So you take your assets, you subtract it by your liabilities, and that will show what your net worth is. And the bank will want to see that. So you would list any other properties you own, uh, any mortgages that you currently have, and they'll want to take a look at that. There's a really good app. It's called uh, Personal Capital. I think that's what it is. And they, you can, they'll link like your bank accounts to it. You can link your your mortgage accounts to it and it will automatically update. You can link your investment accounts to it so that you can just like open the app every morning and say, hey, I, you know, have $300 more today. My net worth <laughs> grew. So uh, it, it's really cool to track as you pay down mortgages on your property or any other debt if you have some, and then also to see your investments grow. And I usually go in quarterly and I'll adjust it so that, um, you know, if my properties have increased in value, I will update, uh, you know, what the value of them is. So, so Ashley, we've talked about like what the benefits uh, or like the pros and cons of uh, buying under an LLC. We talked about what you'll need to make it happen. Now, how do I actually find a bank that is willing to do this? Do I just Google, you know, commercial lender? Like, how do I go out and find someone to actually give me money, you know, to buy this with an LLC? Yeah, pretty much any bank that does residential, like that does mortgages, any kind of loan, they'll have a commercial side to them. But I would start out with calling small local banks. They're gonna be your best bet, especially getting started. And they're gonna have very different options. So some banks will maybe even give you a line of credit on the commercial side. I'm actually about to close on one this week where I put up uh, two duplexes and they're giving me a commercial line of credit on them. It will be a 4.75%. And then you can also, when you talk to them, ask what they have to offer. Just don't say, yeah, I, I know I want this. Ask what they have to offer. I went to a bank uh, before and said, I wanted to buy this property. You know, what can you do for me? And they actually gave me an unsecured loan for 90 days to make a cash offer on a property. So there's mm -hmm. lots of, especially the small banks, there's so much flexibility that they have. And there's more flexibility on the commercial side than the residential side too. There's, um, you can negotiate your rates, your commitment fee. So commercial is very different in that, that sense too, when you're getting it in an LLC is that they will give you a commitment letter saying, this is what your interest rate is. This is, you know, how many years it will be fixed. This is, um, a, you know, there might be prepayment penalties. So if you actually pay the property off in five years, you're going to have to pay us 2% of that, 
that balance as a fee for paying it off early. These are all negotiable in in that commitment letter too. So that's a big plus where on the residential side, there's really not any negotiating on um, a lot of those costs and especially the interest rate. I guess let me let me ask you this last question. If I'm a new investor, should I, and you, you kind of talked about this at the beginning, but like, do you feel that it's absolutely necessary as a first time investor, someone who's never bought a property before to set up an LLC to buy that first one? Because I feel like that's a question that people ask a lot, right? Is that they, they, they spend all this time kind of figuring out the LLC thing. And, you know, when they maybe could have spent that time doing something else, like, do you feel that it's absolutely necessary or maybe on that first deal, can someone just do it in their personal name? Yeah, I think that it's worth exploring and seeing if it's a good fit for you to do it in your personal name because you're definitely gonna get better financing and better terms, especially mm -hmm. if you only have a primary residence, can you get up to 10 loans in your personal name? So actually what some people will do is, you know, the wife will get 10 loans in her name and the husband will get 10 loans in his name and they really max out that benefit. <laughs> And then you just put the umbrella policy on that property and that will protect your your other assets. So definitely make sure you get that umbrella policy if you do do it in your personal name. And any insurance agent you have, um, they should be able to talk to you about that more and explain it. And it's, it's very inexpensive to have. But I think it's worth it going, putting it in your personal name. Unless you have a partner, then I would go the LLC route. But if you decide that you feel more comfortable having the LLC, then just look at, talk to an attorney. And I actually, in New York state, I set up my LLCs myself. It's very simple. I don't know about every state, mm. but talk to an attorney who will actually teach you how to do it. So finding an attorney like that is great. They'll give you sample documents. So in LLC, you wanna have an operating agreement. So that's gonna put in how the business will work. If you have a partner, it will put in how the partnership works. And if you get an attorney that will send you those documents, just a draft and you fill it in as to how you want, and then you send it back they say, yep, everything in here looks good. That will save you so much time and money <laughs> by not waiting on an attorney to do it and by not paying an attorney mm -hmm. to do that. So if you can get a copy of a lot of the documents and learn how to set up an LLC, it will make your life so much easier and you'll be able to get things done a lot faster. So definitely recommend learning that for your very first one. I don't recommend doing it yourself, but find somebody that will teach you how to do it. Yeah, that's good advice. Um, so we set up an LLC last year for like some of our short-term rental activities, but you know, I'm, I'm starting to wholesale this year with a different partner. So we're, we're actually just emailed our attorney like two days ago to set up an LLC for that. But you know, last time when she, when she set up the first LLC, it was like super hands off. Like, you know, yeah, she was just like, here, here you go. You know, but maybe this time around, I, I might ask if I can peek over her shoulder. That's, that's good advice. Another thing too, with LLCs is that they can be expensive to open. I th California mm. is expensive, right? A startup costs in New York for an LLC, the filing fee is like $225 and then you have to pay the publishing cost that ends up usually being around 200. So you can get into an LLC around $500 and then it's usually $25 fee each year. But in California, isn't around like $800? Yeah, that's what it, that's the quote that she gave us. It was like 800 bucks to, to get it set yeah. up. Yeah, and then do you guys have an annual fee for that? Do you know? That's a good question. I don't know. Because it actually. would be your first year coming sure. up that you'd be paying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's another thing to be conscious of, too, is the, the startup costs for an LLC and then any kind of annual fee that your state may charge, too, because that can hurt your bottom line. 
especially um, mm-hmm. when you had the option to put it into your resident or into your personal name, you won't have any of those fees either. And just from like a, a tax standpoint, right? Like when you do your tax at the end of the year, it, it gets more expensive with each LLC that you own. Um, I'm, I'm learning that for the first time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a great point because when you have an LLC, especially if you have a partner, that's a whole separate tax return. Where if you have an LLC and it's just in your personal name, it could go on your personal tax return, just like it would be if it was in your personal name. But if you have to file, you know, pay that LLC filing fee, there is a a document that needs to be filed with that, that your accountant is going to charge for. So all the little, little things do add up with an LLC too. Man. Well, Ash, I have like nothing else to, to add to this. I feel like you hit all the all the big important parts. I guess anything else, any other parting words on on the LLC question? Uh, no, I don't think so. Uh, just one fun thing about an LLC is that you get to create a name and you get a company name. So uh, be creative <laughs> with that and think about something. If it's going to be an LLC just on a property where it's not really going to be a business, so you can kind of have some fun with that. And if it's going to be a business yeah. where you want people to know the name of it and you want a brand, then uh, definitely do that more strategic. And one advice I will give is if you are creating an LLC, so say it's a property management company and you're located in this one small town, don't name it West Falls Property Management because you might expand and grow to all these other locations (laughs) and then your name will be stuck with the one town you started out with <laughs> <laughs> that we're, we're doing like the kind of the branding things like our first llc was alpha geek capital mm-hmm. and then for the wholesaling we're going with alpha geek acquisitions um so we're just gonna you know, alpha yeah, geek blank alpha yeah. geek blank you know kind of like the 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 um like the virgin you know virgin airlines virgin you know space or yeah. whatever all the crazy businesses that, that he has now so. mine are all named after my kids pretty much <laughs> Uh, see, that's like a much more noble <laughs> thing to do. Like I have Colt and Farmhouse <laughs> Development, and then I have uh, Remington Place. I always wanted like a building and to put like a big plaque on it or a big thing that said Remington Place. And then uh, <laughs> my son Maverick, he doesn't have an LLC yet, but when I was after I had him, I had this little side business where I sewed and in my basement baby clothes and I sold them online and I actually did like really well and it was called the Maverick baby. So yeah, that, but I got to get an LLC with his name in it. And then my part business partner, we have one of our LLCs together is um, my kids initials and his dog's initials (laughs) because he doesn't have kids yet. (laughs) (laughs) Giving the family some love. I'm I'm, I'm all about that. (laughs) Awesome, Ash. Well, you, you dropped a lot of knowledge today. Like I said, I, I haven't purchased a property with an LLC yet, so I feel like I learned a lot today too. And I'm sure uh, the person that asked this question and all the other listeners got a lot of value out of it. Also, it was kind of fun being like on the guest side of things, really, with you answering, asking the questions <laughs> yeah. and we just having to answer. So yeah. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us today. We will be back next Wednesday. Don't forget to join the Real Estate Rookie Facebook group. And we'll see you guys next time. I'm Ashley at Wealth From Rentals, and he's Tony Robinson at Tony J. Robinson.
Braving the real estate journey on your own can be daunting. Doubts tend to creep up and stifle your ambition. Is this actually a good deal? Did you run the numbers correctly? What if you can't find a tenant? Can you even afford this place? What if I lose my job? Whatever you're going through, we've all been there. And guess what? The best way to overcome your doubts and hesitations is with a healthy dose of knowledge, networking, and accountability. That's just what you'll find in our newly released 2024 Summer Boot Camps. After these eight action-packed weeks of step-by-step guidance from expert investors, weekly video modules, live Q&As, interactive assignments, and new friends to keep you accountable, you'll be ready to tackle your first or next deal with full confidence and expertise. Choose from small multifamily, short-term rental, or rookie boot camps and register by April 12th for the lowest prices. Head over to biggerpockets.com slash enrollme today. That's biggerpockets.com slash enrollme. The content of this podcast is for informational purposes only. Past performance is not indicative of future results and all host and participant opinions are their own. Investment in any asset, real estate included, involves risk. Use your best judgment and consult with qualified advisors before investing. Only risk capital you can afford to lose. BiggerPockets LLC disclaims all liability for direct, indirect, consequential, or other damages arising from reliance upon information presented in this podcast.